Welcome to Finding Holiness, where we delve into timeless Torah wisdom, revealing the sacred in everyday moments. Join us on a journey to elevate your spirituality and discover holiness in every aspect of life. I'm your host, Rabbi David Kadosh, and together, let's embark on a path of spiritual exploration. I hope you enjoy this next episode. All right, Erev Tov, Bezat Hashem. Tonight we will uh, finish this section of Achsharat Kelimu Midbach, and um, after this we will uh, we'll begin Hilchot Chanukah, given that we've already started Chodesh Kislev. Um, but let's just finish. Uh, we, he was talking about just a summary of all the things that, that, that uh, need to be koshered and how to kosher them. So yeah, uh, last class we spoke about the stovetop. We spoke about different types of stovetops, um, <clears throat> sinks. So now he says, Sekum vesirim, when it comes to cutlery and pots, menakim otam you clean them well. Memaleim sir gadol b'mayim, you fill up a big pot of water. Martichim otam, umayaravim b'hem esabon, kedelifkom etamam. You boil the water and you add some uh, dish soap there that will uh, help spoil any flavor that is absorbed. While the water is being boiled, you put in your cutlery one at a time. And that's how you kosher the cutlery. As in addition, that's how you add the smaller pots into the bigger pot. And that's how you kosher the pots. Okay, we spoke about earlier what happens if the pot is too big. An oven. First you clean the, the oven, any leftover food or grease. Then you raise the oven to the temperature, the highest possible temperature, about for half an hour. Nowadays we have self-clean, that's usually the best. And that's how the body of the, of the oven becomes kosher. Tavniyot, that's the oven um, um, racks or trays or things, bakeware. En machshirim, these, anything you put food on that is being, um, you know, using with the heat of the, of the oven, uh, we can't kosher that. The reason is, because since this requires libun, libun hamur, the highest level of blowtorching, and it'll probably... Uh, be damaged if you if you put it through that process. We did say Bimkom have said in the place of have said Merube where there's a big loss. Um, for example, there's no other way of, of getting uh, any other uh, bakeware or the prices of it are too high. We said in that such in that you could put in the oven at the highest temperature. Possible for about half an hour. Next, he speaks about the microwave, microgil, microgal. Yesh lachshiro b'shosha shlavim. There are three steps to kosher a microwave. Aleph menakim et sheriot haochel sheulai nutro ba machmad glisha v'netazim. First, you got to clean the inside of the microwave well. Anything that uh, squirted out of food that got stuck to the walls. Bet magilim et atzalachat hamistovevet b'mayim notchim. Then you take the plate that uh, rotates. You got to dip that into boiling water. And Gimel, Manichim Bot, Lochit Maim Im Sabon. You take a plate or a cup of water with soap. And you put that in the microwave at the highest heat um, for about 10 minutes. There is a heat setting on the microwave. Most people don't know that, but there is. You can choose the, how hot you want it to be. And that's how you, um, you kosher it. Uh, through all the steam and anything else that was uh, stuck to the walls, that's how you kosher the microwave. 
מדיח כלים the dishwasher מנקים את המסננת משיירי המאכל שבה you clean the, uh, the filter below that's uh, where all the garbage gets uh, collected you gotta clean that out ומאפיינים את המדיח על החום הגבוה ביותר and then you run the dishwasher to highest temperature ומכשירים מזה את המדיח והמגשים כאחד both the racks and the dishwasher at one time next is the שולחן a table and probably a countertop as well so אם הוא רגיש ואין מניחים עליו סירים רותחים if the table or countertop is made out of a material that is very sensitive meaning you wouldn't put hot uh, cookware okay out of the oven on top of it then די לנק אותו היטב עם מים וסבון then all you gotta do is clean it with soap and water. ואם אין רגיש, but if it's not sensitive, ולעיתים מניחים עליו סירים נותחים, and then you just say, so for granite, for example, you can take, you know, granite doesn't really absorb, but you take these pots and you put it on, and then sometimes it might spill. יש לנו כל לאחר מכן להראות עליו מים נותחים. So the way to do it would be to clean it and then pour hot water on it. A lot of people just pour hot water to kosher their tables and countertops Regardless, but again, if it's something that is sensitive that you wouldn't normally put anything hot on it, okay, then it would just require the good scrub. Mekarer va'aronot, your fridge and your cabinets. Hachshalatam benikui tov, you just clean it well, limayim v'sabon, with water and soap. Kedeh la'asim kol she'erit rotev, she'ulai davka bahem, in order to remove any of grease or spilled sauces that might have stuck to the actual shelving. Lastly, a mixer or blender, okay, blenders. If you use the mixers or the blenders with cold foods, again, being that it was used with cold, you just got to wash it, rinse it with soap and water. But if you use it with hot foods, then you have to kosher them with hagala. He ends off like this. Uh, you're not allowed to use kelim that require um, um, that require hachshara, they require to be kosher with hot foods. Because since you, you use them or it was used for non-kosher, or machalim asurim, if it was meat or milk, vice versa, Torah command us, we have to kosher them. Now we will add the following. Right? A person shouldn't use this, um, the, um, this utensil even for the uh, kosher, the, uh, even happenstance. So for example, you know, I have a, a, meat, a meat spoon, but I want to eat my yogurt with it. Okay? And uh, so it's cold, right? So technically there's nothing wrong with it. But you shouldn't do that. You shouldn't take a meat spoon to eat your your cold yogurt with it. That's the example I gave. Or, you know, again, a, a, a dairy spoon and you want to use it for chicken soup. Oh, no, that's, that's hot soup. Okay, whatever. Something, something cold, okay, would be, with you shouldn't do it even though technically nothing's being absorbed. Omnam, he does say, in, in pressing circumstances, someone who get, goes to a guest house, you know, I got Airbnb, let's say, he doesn't have kosher utensils. And you have no way of koshering your kelim, uh, these kelim that are probably taref. Alright, you can use the utensils for cold. And as well in pressing circumstances, 
You can take your trafe utensils for cold foods that are dry. For example, you want to have a salad. Okay, you have a salad there and it's cold and you, you there's a plate there that's sitting on the shelf. Or you want to drink Coca-Cola from a, from a glass that's sitting in the your Airbnb. Or spoons for to eating yogurt or types of cheese. These are all cold items. As long as the kelim are clean, and you're eating cold foods, therefore they don't absorb um, these foods. Of course, nowadays, you know, it's a lot, it's very easy to buy a lot of disposable utensils, such as uh, plastic uh, forks, knives, uh, cutlery, plates. So you, uh, we really should try to avoid this. It's really talking about a really a shat adchak. Your situation where you have nothing to nothing to, to to eat your food with, okay? Then if you can do it, if it's only with cold food, then then said there. But again, nowadays with um, with a lot of supermarkets that that sell um, plastic cutlery, although I, I heard nowadays are now soon they're going to ban that, so maybe there'll be a different issue with the plastic cutlery. But there'll, there'll be some sort of disposables that you can use in order to uh, to get this uh, to eat in in a better way than um, than relying on this. Lastly, he does say, bemangal, a person who wants to use a, uh, a barbecue or a grill. Since the food actually touches the grill, you have to kosher this grill. And, and therefore, since it's used with fire, to kosher with fire, right? That's the rule that we've been saying this whole time. You have to make sure that the fire reaches all the uh, all parts of the grill in order to kosher it. You don't actually have to clean the grill. Because since you're using this well, you're to kosher it, you require the highest level of koshering, which is libun hamur, actual fire. Anything, any food remnants that are there are burnt to a crisp. And they become uh, from any uh, form of eating, it is no longer edible. And therefore, once you use libun hamur, therefore the mangal becomes kasher. Okay, this concludes Hakshadat Kelimu Mibach. And Bezat Hashem will maybe return to the laws of, uh, of Kashrut after we continue with the laws of Hanukkah.